podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harriet Diver. Here's my podcast. My podcast. Hello. Welcome to episode. Ninety-five. Sit back, relax, enjoy yourself. This will be as chaotic as usual, I imagine. Just rambling, I guess it is really. No, Robert, that's not a very good. If someone's just tuned in for the first time, then that's not what they want to hear. They they want to hear a woman on the edge rambling they could probably just go around their grandma's house my gran always used to do that she'd be like you know them people where it doesn't matter are you that person i don't think so but you know, well when it doesn't matter if you're there or not and then it, it so my gran would be like right so oh, what's that woman gladys come round on thursday was it tuesday now she said now betty let's go get pasty but i said you Alice, no point getting blood parsley. I got 14 in the fridge and another 18 in the freezer, to be honest, Alice. But I can't remember to leave me what fillings I got in any of the pasty. And then Gladys would say, Well, that's all right, Betty. <laughs> Gladys, from the deep south. Now that's all right, Betty. Because if you were a proper conch lady, you would only have steak in your pasty. I've been in prison for 18 years. When I first met Andy Dufresne. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, she just go, and then we said to her, no, that was not and never, never any pun- punctuation or pauses, really. Maybe that's where I get it from. 93 she lived to be. Good old Betty Elizabeth Sire. She was in prison for half her life. No, Harriet, you've gone on your own I thought it would be funny and then now I've got confused with the, um... I never have to start again because that was weird. I don't know what it is in the last week, but you're basically. I always think if it like, for instance, in fact, this happened a while ago. So I don't know if I said this. So my, uh, so and this is a prime example of it. So my driving instructor couldn't see me at the usual time. So he said, "Why don't I get this other this uh, other instructor to meet you?" So arranged a time with her and then was on the way to meet her then she rang me no then she messaged and go oh, i'll be there in town or whatever and i, I was like no i've rearranged to meet this time i've got another like hour in town but always i'll never be angry well you know life's too short to be angry about something like that but i'll never be bothered that they've got it wrong i always because there'll just be so much of a panic because i always think it always if anything's gone wrong, it, it always is is me when it comes to stuff like that. So then, always so relieved 
that it wasn't me, but then I'm never like, oh, we could have just written the time down. And then, yeah, I don't know. I think it's got really bad the last few days. I've just, I think I've just, I think the self, the self-loathing is a wash upon my loins. Yeah, I think it's just because about the rain outside. Bloody hell, I'm gonna have to wear my raincoat today, aren't I? Mm-hmm. I'm so jolly in this red raincoat I've got. Everyone says it looks like uh, every type of exchange student's outdoor attire rolled into one. But do you know what? So be it. I like being colourful. Yeah, but that it doesn't help though when you love being colourful but you're naturally paranoid so you always think everyone's watching you but then more people uh you always think everyone's looking at you but then more people will be looking at you if you're wearing bloody more primary colours than bloody Crayola what makes a primary colour a crime a primary Colour. Is it that it can't be mixed with anything else? Do you know what? I'm not self-loathing today. No, you're not. You just feel a little bit. Yeah, I just feel a little bit useless. I think so. Like it's just taken me every being to not um to not just stop this and not do a podcast this week. But then I know when I have done ones that are a little bit less cheery they've helped some people so because it's just in it because i think that's what everyone does on social media they always give everyone their best the best angle of everything so then so many people that are having a tough time feel even more overwhelmed because they see no one else is having a tough time and then if if anyone is having a tough time it's just this big thing more often than not for the um for the likes and shares, just sad. It's like, do you know what I hate when the when you're watching, you see like a video or something on Facebook, and then after like a few seconds, you're like, hang on a minute, why is this being filmed? Like, how? Do, like, if this was just a selfless thing, who? Like, what? Why someone? Because it's often someone started filming before it's happened so it's like it doesn't make sense but then isn't it it's whether if you do if you do an act if you're doing something nice for someone but you're doing it for i don't know to put a video up or something like that so you're doing it for likes and shares or whatever would it be because it's well because i've tempted to say you're a right old dick but then the self the the, one wouldn't be a selfless act would it but the act would still benefit someone that needed it yeah so i guess it still would even though it's contrived because as well these days isn't it if someone well it happened didn't it with the um but then well that wasn't good really so and then, yeah, and then I spoke to a friend and I was like, yeah, but 
to do that, yeah. So so there was that guy, wasn't there, that when it was the Manchester bombings, he, he was like there, it was, it was a homeless guy, so he was helping everyone with the bombings, and then, so then they set up a crowdfunding page for him, but then it turned out that he was robbing the people that, it, that he helped. But then it's like, yeah, like, like a friend was saying, with stuff like that, and with, you know, when people say, well, I guess it's not quite the same as that, well, when when people go, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not going to give homeless people any money, because they'll just spend it on drugs, or, or, and I doubt they're even homeless, but then it's like, well, if you feel you have to beg on the street for something, for something not right, whether you're homeless or not, comes fucking out, sleeping on concrete. You'd have to be off your head on something. I thought you would be. So, first Wednesday of the month was my little saviour day. Absolutely love it. It's my Barking Tales night, my mental health comedy night. So, always chuffed to do that. But what I forget from time to time with it is that it takes quite a lot of maybe like a, uh, men- like a mental capacity and then so this month I made the mistake of well I think it was a mistake well no because I really enjoyed doing it but it just made it difficult yeah so it wasn't a mistake but so basically I put in so lovely wonderful Harriet Kemsley asked me to do tour sport her show. I'm absolutely gutted that I still haven't been able to see it. Genuinely, the one show I really want to see, I just think she's brilliant. I think she's so good. Um, She's just one of them that I could, she's got what people say, she's got bloody fanny bones, you stick on me, kid. So, yeah, I really wanted to see her show. So then I, yeah, well, yes, I was asking about the timings because I was trying to make it juggle with Barking Tales and she was like, oh, this is well annoying because I wanted you to do tour sport. And I was like, well, it's my... Barking Tales is my bloody night. So I'll just put it half an hour later and I'll open the doors as usual so they've got time to sort of settle in after work and whatever. And then I'll nip off, do the gigs. It's only eight minute walk and then I'll nip back might not even have been eight minutes, you know, it's only up the road. And then I've got to the venue. Jesus Christ. There's this guy, like, oh, Jeremy, that was there. He's been there ever since. And I've had, like, breaks and long breaks and stuff there. But he's been there years, this guy, Jeremy. And he, he proper knows what he, I just knows what he's doing. And... And do you know what? To be fair, though, the amount of time I've been there, I should know how to bloody sort the sound out and the all of that. But then, to be fair, sometimes there's different um, desks, mixing desks. Is, is that the right word? Just always asking me about the output and the imply, and they know. Anyway, so I get there. Jeremy has left, and no one knew what the bloody hell they were doing. But. <laughs> one of them was talking to me like like she did but then there was this 
Oh, it's just an absolute disaster. And someone had gone over the key to the cupboard. In fact, yeah, that's nothing I could have done. So we needed to get into the cupboard to turn on the sound, but none. And then we were trying every single bloody key, but someone had gone home with the key. So then suddenly they had to ring a taxi for, to get the taxi driver to bring the key, the right key, back to the venue so we could get in the cupboard. So all this was happening, and then they were like, and you can't, and then, well, and, and then as well, for some reason, it keep, when I get there, they keep thinking it's doors at half seven when it never is, so then it's, so I, I think that's part of the problem, actually, what I haven't realised is, so by the time I'm getting there, because they think it's all starting later, they're even less prepared, you know, it's a bit touchy, really. Anyway, so yeah, so, so then they're like, right, well, can't be letting people in and it's like no this is you can't just tell these people that that they can't come in when this is how it is it's already different because it's starting an hour um starting half an hour late yeah you can't so everyone's all confused but yeah it's fine and then so then i got one of the regulars to man the door why is that man why is it man the door why can't it be woman the door she was woman in the door and then I, I went to do the gig. Oh, the gig was brilliant. It was so, so much fun. Just was nattering away. I think it's one of the people I'd love to just do tour support for forever. I mean, she's great company. She's a brilliant act. And her audiences, I guess, would be like, they'd be the same sort of audiences that would that would like me because it's very, because both of us, I guess, are very, it's like, stream of consciousness and quite well I hope well, she definitely is but I hope I like a sort of lovable idiot sort of vibe <laughs> Sorry. I hope I'm not harsh to say anyway so then I did the gig I think because I was in such a flap about my gig it was a very chaotic set what I did but it was it was fine Oh no, it was great. It was great. Why not? Yeah, we were talking about lepers, and then I and then I just knew I was going to end up talking about lepers on the stage because it was in my mind. Can you believe it though? That because I thought lepers were just in Jesus' time, but they like they live in on they live on islands, don't they? And is it is that is that because they're so contagious? Oh, it just makes me really sad that there's just all these people like banished on an island and I'm, I'm sure they're lovely. I'd love to get to know them. And then what's the life expectancy of a leper? And is it? Yeah, it's highly contagious, isn't it? I don't really know much about it. Do bits drop off when you've got leprosy? I saw this man the other day covered head to toe in warts and I wondered if that was a bit like leprosy, but I don't think it, I don't think it is. Is it both quite lumpy? I mean, I, th- I think this is, that's like wartist. Mm, that's offensive. Anyway, so then I got back to my gig hoping that normality would be ensued. But no music. So the sound, so I get there, the microphone's working, but there's no sound. Right, so you can't. 
sorry, so there is sound for the microphone. <laughs> the microphone's working, there's no sound, that means it's not working, is it? Oh, no, uh, the, you know when you put the jack in your iPhone or whatever, for the music, if the music comes out, yeah, that wasn't what I've just I've decided to edit out my yawns now because it's so unprofessional. Who wants just a podcast with a fucking yawning idiot? Come on, you're not an idiot. Stop it. Yeah, so it it just felt and and then I think as well because I get on edge as well when when things change well none of us like like change there so then i found it really awkward when i arrived and there was no sound it was just the noise of people talking and then i usually um go please welcome to the stage eric and then i turn the sound down and i feel like that's like a definite beginning of each bit but then i couldn't do that because there wasn't any music and then tried to do it in the break no one no one fucking knew at the venue Right, I had a clue, and then because I was always pressing so many bloody buttons, then in the second section, then there was like a weird, like, effect, like a, so it sounded like there was no sound on the microphone, but then just with every, you know, if with like B's and D's and stuff, like it was making that sort of noise, and then, and then I think I, I think because of, just trying to work on my show and just had so much stuff to do that I've written a bit but I'd, if I'm honest I hadn't been as um because it's not it's not the the ch- chattiest n- night in the world like you don't chat to the audience like that much because they come to not be chatted at really um because it's a safe space but yeah so I so I write stuff but then I think a lot of what I'd written really needed learning and a lot of what I'd written was just shit. And then I felt bad about the awkwardness of the sound and then felt bad that I'd started 30 minutes late. And then and then the and then there was like this fucking strobe light that was just like this green light that was just appearing on a loop and like just flashing in people's faces and that's just not it's just not like no one wants anything flashing in their face at that gig, uh, and then that was distressing. And then, and then the girls at the gig, who were nice, like one of them's lovely, but like the other ones, to be fair, I don't really know. Would like were like trying to sort it out, but no one had a fucking clue. And then yeah, so I just felt like everything was going wrong. I felt like I wasn't funny. I was having to apologise. The lights was every time I tried to tell a joke or something the bloody the, the, this strobe light would come back on a loop and then there was new people because there was like this bbc article about the night and then there was supposed to be this woman from this tv thing that was coming to watch the night so i didn't know if she was in there and and, and it was just an absolute bloody disaster and all i did was just apologize and then at one point i just wanted to cry but then some people said it's like this group of guys were like oh it's the best one and then what else pissed me off was that oh that that didn't piss me off but what did piss me off was so i send everyone and it's it's one of those isn't it some people could be pissed off about it i totally understand because it's essentially censoring 
not censoring. Well, yeah, I guess it is. It's basically because it's basically telling you to. I don't think it is. I don't think you should. If your act depends on it, all it, all I say to people is, um, like, if you hear anyone with a tick, don't, like, don't mention it. Don't draw attention to it because it's not that sort of night. Uh, don't be aggressive, shouty, too much in anyone's faces. Um, that's what I say, really. Like, I didn't think I'd need to say, don't be a fucking sexual predator. I didn't think, I just didn't think. So basically, yeah. So, so I send the email, uh, the message saying, yeah, just nothing too shouty uh, because they're, they're just sensitive to noise, don't particularly like it. Like some of them, because there was no music, absolutely loving it. Um, well, most of them really, I guess. I think it was just because not how I'm, how it should be. Anyway, now I feel bad that if when the music comes back, that the mute. Yeah, but you you've created an ever so lovely playlist for me, and just have it really gentle. Yeah, I will. Why did I never listen to music then? Maybe it's different in your own terms. Yeah, so I say everyone, and I do feel it. I say to everyone. You know, don't do anything shouty, like, you might as well. There's fuck all, like, financially in it, so you might as well just do, men- like, new tryout bits to do with mental health. That's what it's for. And then some people just really take it on board, and it's and it's lovely. And then one guy got in touch with him, because, well, I think I might have, without, I think I might have consciously been worried about this. Because just really clubby stuff doesn't work. And then I was told he has stuff like Tourette's and that. But the stuff doesn't work if if it's at the expense of someone that, that suffers with like, a mental health issue or, or whatever. So, and then, so I got in touch with him and he was like, oh, I'm really looking forward to this. Started, like, once I started thinking about it, couldn't believe how much I, stuff I had so I was like oh brilliant because you know he's got bipolar so it just didn't and I think I think it was so out of his comfort zone and to be fair I I felt I'd done a terrible job with the comparing and then he panicked and I think it just said what he'd say in a because we go for so long what he'd say in a club setting called one of my regulars a bitch um then started going on about, like, said something about fucking Anne Frank, and it was just like what? And then um, and just, and then there was this story about this woman at the gym with her legs spread open. It's just like, no, this isn't the place for that. And then said, and then these, these lovely like feminists, probably everyone's a feminist, like like in the should be in the front and then he was like oh you're gonna beat me to death with your sensible shoes and all of them afterwards I am gonna find where he lives and beat him to death with my sensible shoe. Like he just didn't need to be like that. It's just he was just came off aggressive. And then I thought that's what he said like so I don't know whether I've ever really warmed to him but then I've got friends that really, really love him, so, but no, I think he just panicked, and, well, I hope that's what it was, but, and then what pissed me off as well was that the, the, some, some comics that 
don't really know why one of them well a, a couple of them i totally get it but then a couple have started coming and i just don't really know why and then and then they were just like laughing hysterically uh, so i guess the guy was floundering and they were the comments just love that don't they so i just don't like i think that's fine at the balloon i don't think that's fine at my night i don't i don't want like why are you laughing at it just to me it sort of defeats the point when people are laughing at like the uncomfortableness i don't know i just think it wasn't and it's like and then one of the regular i could just see was just finding it so unpleasant so he sort of walked off then tried to come back couldn't again walked off and then because it was quite sexually predatory and then there's like the you know people that have been through abuse in the audience so and then a lot of their friends know that so then then a lot of people sort of well a knowing what you're saying was wrong and then b and quite rightly so getting offended on behalf of the people that have been through stuff because we're all quite protective of each other so yeah so it was just a fucking ordeal and then I went to the train station afterwards and um, this lady asked if I had any change and I don't know whether this makes me a dick or not but but because I because I often get paid in cash from gigs so often I will have like I don't know if I should say this because I don't fucking get robbed like I'll, I'll have like like no like quite a few notes on me so I always feel bad if I look in my wallet and then I've just got like it just looks like I've got all this money and then I'm gonna give them like a five or some change do, do you know what I mean so so I um often will say oh I don't think I have sorry and then I'll look when they go and then and then run after them and then give them some money I probably make it like most things far much more of an ordeal than it needs to be um but anyways this poor woman shuffling around asked me for some change I, I did that so and then and then when i got my money i i, I looked at where she'd gone and i was sort of watching her i just couldn't believe what i was bloody seeing she was just asking these people if they had any change and like scoffing and uh shooing her away like at what point did we forget that people that are homeless are, are still humans like when did when did that happen fucking shooing her away and tutting and not even looking at her it's fucking disgusting it's so disgusting treating her like fucking she's no no worse of a person than you are fucking dick Probably better she wouldn't be fucking shooing and scoffing someone away. Honestly, couldn't believe it. So then I caught up with her, give her the money, started crying, and and then I start I sort of noticed this smell coming from her. And it not like um yeah, it wasn't like she hadn't um been able to like have a shower that it it, it was yeah, it was like coming from well for want of a better phrase i'm sure about this sounded like something was rotting and she said yeah she said that she needed to be in hospital 
because she thinks Scott's at the senior. But it was like, right, well, let's call you an ambulance. But then she wanted, because her brother's on the streets as well, so she wanted her brother to come with her. Um, because they treat her like shit. I was like, fuck. And this sort of ignited this thing. Because when I, when I sort of took an over, well, I did, I didn't know sort of about it. When I took an overdose years ago, so I'd previously been in hospital for a long time, and they were lovely to me, and then when I, and I was 17, but then by this point, when I took an overdose, because I wanted to get back into hospital, took an overdose, and then I was a time waster, so essentially, obviously there's a lot of mental, well it was, my mental health was fucked, um, but they didn't see that, and they looked at me with this, oh it was awful, and then, and I often think about that, and I, I wonder, think, I often think if it's got better, because, you know, mental health is, is, is more talked about now. Because I think people forget about that as well. These people that are, like, that are on the streets, even if it is, like, drugs and that, 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 like, it's often, I don't know, I don't think I know anyone that has done, that's excessively done drugs and, and, or, or, got themselves in a bit of a state and and it isn't like a result of some sort of trauma or issues or something it's never just oh i have decided to yeah it's not like oh well i've decided i'm i'm too good to to try and i'm gonna uh just not do anything end up homeless that's my life plan now um and just be like that's what i want to be i want to be a nuisance and i'm saying they are a nuisance but i'm just saying like people act like that's that's what they've decided to choose to do and it's it's just fucking disgusting and the amount of times even if you haven't got money if you just even just like speak or even just look look a homeless person in the eyes to tell them that you haven't got any, anything and you're they're all right and or just stop and talk to them or whatever so grateful just for that because they're so used to to not being fucking treated like they exist imagine that that you you're in so much pain started to show me and it was oh horrific that and then but you you'd getting treated like shit that much at the hospital that you'd rather just be limping around on the streets with septicemia like but that's that's a problem and and you're happy to you're happy to just fucking shoo that person away like like she's a fucking again yeah my, my friend was right if you take take it all on you just want to kill yourself don't you because it's just so horrific what people are going through but, but, but I, I don't know i just think less people like in the lead by example and i just think if people see you talking to homeless people and treating them like the people they are then more people will do that hopefully that's all you can do in there i don't have the money to fucking get everyone off the streets i'd love to um and with this bloody we fucking barter our nhs with fucking america then the fuck's gonna happen to people like this woman it's just so sad that it just and everyone fucking votes for these fucking right wing choices. You don't. You, you you forget stuff like that. Like just one 
bad decision or one thing that could happen and you could be homeless and then you'd be fucked and then you'd be these people that you at the minute don't have time for sorry guys right uh do you know what was a good an article that i read though is that this woman needed a kidney and she put oh that's her she she made a facebook page imagine that a facebook page <laughs> giving her a kidney and uh she tried everything in the end she put a sign up at her house this guy come around she thought he was going to tell her to take a sign down he was 84 and he goes yep you can have my kidney so i didn't know that yeah you've got to have specific the specific blood type don't you even if you do they don't always take do they but i don't want a kidney wouldn't it a kidney is what filter booze through i don't think mine are in the, i know mine are in a, in a bit of a fucking pickle pardon the pun um yeah let's have a look at kidneys i need a bloody shower i need to go to liverpool in a minute can everyone say a little prayer for me for so i pass my driving test next week next week or the week after i think it's the week after if you start your prayers now then it will it work the opposite because i'm not particularly religious right i didn't declare much today it's almost fucking 40 minutes right what what am i doing in the good news sandra joy says sad goodbye to an elderly very gentle gentleman last week did see his family pull together and say lots of wonderful memories so getting on with life and appreciating what we have good big sandra oh did anyone watch um uh what's it called dead to me on um netflix that's oh, good it is yeah it's really good yeah sorry i've read out a thing about death and then now i'm telling you about an entertainment yes fuck this uh, Johnny Owens says, My three year old niece told me that she'd named her new teddy Ben. However, when I called him Benjamin, she quickly and angrily told me that it was actually short for Benidorm. She also scolded me because Benidorm is actually a girl. My niece is apparently very woke. That is very funny. Has she been to Benidorm? Brilliant. Eated. I swear I could write a whole show based entirely on the shade that young lady throws at me and the rest of her family. Brilliant. Lovely Jack Vincent says, Been so busy the past couple of months with work that I've been so behind of everything but had a bit of a quiet couple of weeks so can finally catch up with the podcast. I'm currently listening to one in February. Don't judge. I do judge Jack very much so enjoying a new flat and a new old job i don't know what that means so are you back at an old job and can start putting some effort into my new comedy night in huddersfield <clears throat> always loving the podcast thanks jack and how is the driving going with you because you said that you booked in theory test one time when it was like stupid o'clock in the morning and you're waiting for a train that's how it is isn't it Oh, fucking hell. Claire Forrester says, Hey, Harriet. 
Well, this week we went to see Rocket Man at the cinema, which was amazing, and we ended up going to see the Spice Girls 2 on Wednesday, and they were fab too. Been working all weekend, so it's chill time now, waiting for BGT final Ben Hart to win. I'm sure that Ben Hart used to have a programme on ITV2. And what did he come? He didn't win, that old man did, didn't he? That sang like, we'll be coming around. He sang like old war songs. That's a massive market for that, isn't it? People love. Love that, like that's like the what they call the what are those war, the like army wives that sing. Yeah. Tommy Ross says, I finally got a Rickenbacker guitar. Uh, sorry, Rickenbacker guitar. Now I know the meaning of poor but happy. Oh, well, as long as you're happy, isn't it? Imagine if you were poor and miserable. So you half up what? Uh, I rounded Alex Kendall says I rounded the corner on my novel, just got to about another forty thousand words and a little editing, tweaking, and it should be closer to ending than starting. Wonderful. Well, I need to So I was trying to get my book sorted as as well, but I just can't with Edinburgh. So I'm just gonna wait until after Edinburgh and then I'm gonna uh, finish the book. I'm hoping that my book will be done before Christmas. Yeah, I think it will be the Christmas. Mm. No, it'll be done before Christmas. Right. I hope you all have a very, very splendid week. As always, thank you to David Harris. Thank you to Ronald Reagan. And thank you to Roldow, Amanda Holden, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Ronald Gorbachev. Who's Ronald? Ronald Sally Ann Hayward. <laughs> a friend of mine. Right, as I'm waffling, um, all the best, fairly well. And if you want to get in touch, hit me up on my Facebook or email don't worry, fine, polar happy at gmail.com. Well, thank you. That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download, share, tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.